0: Look at We are making noise. I don't know if you can hear us. That's what's scaring me right now. Um, I, I, I think we're good. I think everything's okay. What do you think? What do you, I'm going to pull it up right now, LeVac, to make you sure. Do it. Yeah, you do that, and then we'll go. Because this is a well-oiled machine. It's a Tech East Tuesday. Your best way back to normal. Check us out uh, at tefirewater.com. That's where you find Tech East. But you can check us out right now on the Tech East Facebook page as well. No no, 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 no audio, huh? Like, why are we getting audio? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand. I mean, Mike, I mean you, still Interesting. Got nothing? you still got nothing. I right? got nothing. Oh, oh, oh. Uh oh wait. How about now? Try it now. You got anything now? How about now? You guys are experiencing this awesomeness that is. <laughs> this is just us scrambling It's here. through the board. I'll
1: check on my phone right now. Yeah, just, check on your phone. Don't worry. On the audio side, all of this will stand.
0: Yeah, it'll, it'll be awesome on the audio side of us not knowing what the hell we're doing. So, again, if you're watching on Facebook, if you're watching on uh, on We're Z's, on. We're YouTube, live. There we I are. I bet you we were working the entire time. I, I think Gauze is just.
1: Uh, the early 2.30 start has us rattled like the Yankees and the Major League Baseball and the Guardians and everybody else. That's what the early start time did to us.
0: Yeah, that will go with that. Okay, that's you can fine. find excuses real quick. I'm either going to blame you or that. Okay. So as long as we're all aware all right. that it's not my fault, everything's fine. Levack and Gaz, again, you can check us out: Godzilla Media's YouTube when we're doing it live, uh, Gaz's Twitter because he's a dick, and then of course the Techies Fire <laughs> and Water Restoration Facebook page. Uh, we're live from the Techie Fire and Water Restoration Studios here on Central Ave, and um, it has been uh, it's it's been an adventurous day, an adventurous day, my friend. As I continue to clean up all of Gaza's messes around the capital region, um, are we doing that out of the gates? We can if we want. We can if we I mean, want. I, I, I didn't I, think I, we were gonna go here, but I mean,
1: you I teased it so well. There's off the top. no,
0: there's no better time for you to admit that I'm better at everything than you. <laughs> than right away, I think personally, I think no. that's the way it should be and the way it should go. I think what what everyone needs to know is is uh is, is how everything goes. <laughs> our, our buddy matt woods hobart uh, alum first show fellas um <laughs> i can't wait for you to come on the show matt looking forward to it um no you know today you know went and met with uh with with a bunch of people that we've uh, worked with in the past that won't talk to Gaz, and they all they all said that uh basically what it comes down to is um who I think it's really what was the resounding uh, response was. It was, you know, was, you know, Levack and uh who's that guy? I you know, you yeah. talked to two people today. One of them we're going to be talking to a lot
1: more next month. I was just startled by his reaction because we've locked some stuff in. I can announce it now. It's locked in. Yeah. We're doing stuff at Impact Athletic Center, which is mm-hmm. super exciting. You ran into somebody who <laughs> why don't I just say his name? Matt Sims. You ran into Matt Sims. He he, con- <laughs> he he was he was con- afraid to say name. Well, look, he was confused about our show together.
0: Right, well cuz like cuz because I'm, uh, you know, I'm I'm the Lion King. I'm uh, working with the right. Columbus Lions in Columbus, Georgia, as a, as a part owner of the group, and uh, I spend some time down there. I spend some time up here. I'm, I'm everywhere, um, and and I think what freaked him out is we're putting together. Um, I'm working with the Empire to put together a team to work with the Special Olympics for the Polar Plunge on November 19th up in Lake George. So I did a lot lot walk with Nate from Mohawk and uh, Chris Hughes from the Special Olympics. So then I see Matt Sames and Matt Sames, who's putting that together for the Impact Center. And he goes, Awesome. How's everything going? I was, I'm like, Well, you know, a lot of time in Georgia. Why? So I think it just, I think it, he lost it. He goes, Wait, so are you leaving? So you're going to Georgia, you're leaving Levac and Guy. You're not doing the shows with Gaz anymore. And I could see him canceling the show in his mind. <laughs> I could see him abort, saying, Abort, abort. Yeah. He's like, He's like, You, you know, I pay for Levac, I accept <laughs> Gaz. <laughs> And uh, I was like, no, I'm, gonna do, I'm gonna, the shows that we've agreed to, I'll do. I'm like, obviously, there's a couple dates are in flux because I don't know exactly when I'm going down to to Columbus in November. We're working those dates out, and then you know, uh, December, like one, I'm going a week a month until the season, and the season, the plan is for me to be down there a lot more. Um, so he's just like, oh, okay, so you're still doing the shows? I'm like, yeah. So that was that was that, but he obviously took none of the information you gave him to heart none
1: so he, he's one of the three people today that i've just texted and it just different things have happened so we we've talked luckily those are locked in. if you want the dates on levac and i will be live from the impact athletic center check out com. those dates are locked in far as i know according to matt's text those dates are locked in a lot of yeah. them coming up in november and december so that'll be a lot of fun uh the second one our pal chad over at the hideaway in the iron's edge Yep. Yeah. He is on his way to Yankee Stadium. We will talk yeah. Yankees game five. I'm sure he's exactly out and everything else.
0: Now. That's why we're starting early, by the way. Yankees game, 407 first pitch today.
1: Yes, yeah, so that's exactly right. So that's why it's a little bit earlier. Our audio side gets a nice little preview of that and everything else. Uh, yeah, so we were texting earlier, and he's going to the Yankee game. But just where, we'll call it scheduling situations. He got back to you quicker, and he got back to me. Yeah, so, so Gaz has been, Goss
0: has been uh, hitting him up for like a million different things. He stopped replying to Gaz. I just hit him up real quick and said, hey, are we good with this, this, and this? And everything was resolved instantly. Within two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, uh, and then uh, our, our good friend, well, I'm sorry, my good friend, uh, Mark Bardak, who runs Ed Lewin Associates, who we worked with, uh, you know, for SPAC and Sienna and a million other things when we were on Terrestrial Radio. Um, Guy said, Guy just vanished unbelievable this right guy. off the face please, of the earth please somebody said right this off cut. the face of the earth the guy went away he's banished you he couldn't get mark bardak on the phone i was like ah, oh, hold on i've been friends with mark a long time i don't think that's real and uh sure enough so i talked to mark for about an hour today unbelievable <laughs>
1: unbelievable <laughs>
0: Want to rip the rest of my hair out? Mark, <laughs> is there anybody else that's not taking your calls? That I could call, like, like, have you recently lost, like, like a relative that like, told you they passed away? Do you want me to try to get them on the phone? Maybe they didn't. Maybe they just don't want to talk to you. DraftKings doesn't get
1: back to me, although they're proud sponsors here. I'm about to give DraftKings a call. We got some exciting DraftKings things soon to oh, talk about. But... Actually,
0: you know why DraftKings doesn't talk to you, Mister Fifteen Cent Freaking Bet. Captain Pink Panties. Let's get back to Mr. Mark Barnett. They're like they look at me and they're like that that motherfucker will blow hundred bucks a game. That, that's our guy, responsibly and whatever crap, you know. But uh, you over here with your ten cent wagers, no, no, they're, they're like, listen, get out of the freaking kiddie pool. At least come swim swim in the deep end with the rest of us, and we'll give you a call once in a while, buddy. They're paying when DraftKings pays you more than you pay them in advertising. They're not going to deal with you. At least when you're winning money from, them, they're like, all right, we'll get that back one day. Losing money, probably more so. i are going to keep. I'll well, say, like I, I actually, I cleaned up last night. Hey, I cleaned up. One of my locks came through. I think I went two and two this weekend. I'm not positive. I think I went two and two, and uh, you know a big one hit last night.
1: Back to the Mark Barnack situation for our yeah. non-capital region watchers, listeners over this. He runs a company called Ed Lewin Associates out here in the capital region. It's a marketing firm, monster
0: so, marketing firm, been around forever. That's true. So I I talk to Mark twice a week for
1: god five years yeah when he needed something from you my god the moment this guy didn't need something from me texts calls emails
0: unbelievable
1: this guy has not gotten back to me in two years and it i won't say it's personal but it felt personal at times well
0: the part of there's there's two issues there's two there's two major differences okay so he would hit you up twice a week to get things done he only had asked me once um, no, no, no. That's, that's one. not like that's one. <laughs> that's not what that and means. And then, and then, two would probably be the way that we both exited our former employer. That has nothing to do with
1: that, though. I did. He's yeah. a marketing firm. If, if he, he finds he ways to make to bo- money in bo- a bo- business, bo- I work with a bunch of marketing bo- bo- firms bo- now. You went. You went. You went. That's you went Scorched that. earth. No, I didn't go scorched.
0: You period. went scorched earth. I disagree with that. But that's you okay. did like a sixteen-part podcast series. On what a piece of crap they were. Uh, and whether or not I, you were telling the truth, you could have done four. <laughs> and and me, and I just politely walked out the door and said, Everyone, just just like just like my dad who went to get smokes 20 years ago and never been seen again. <laughs> never been seen again. I right, just looked again. at everybody and said, Hey guys, yeah. I'm going to get a pack of smokes. And I left. And then uh, like a year later, they went, He doesn't even smoke. <laughs> it's all about it's all about your exit, buddy. You gotta have an I exit don't... strategy. That's what it is. You it and I will
1: You and I will politely disagree on that. We don't need to <laughs> dive into those walls, but I will say Mark Bardack. I know you're not watching a podcast or listening to one. No,
0: he's on his way to Belmont today. Sure. I was talking to him. Remember I, he and I had a long conversation about our lives, how everything's going for him. He's doing very well. very busy man.
1: I was going to sure. joke around say he probably took the train cuz he's so old, but he actually probably made of taking a train cuz be cheaper.
0: No, I believe he's my age by the way too, so sorry. Oh yeah, he's in um, place, Yeah. Well, Yeah. wife, I know his, his wife and I got right. She's one of the, you know, She's one of the Colony ninety fours, right? She that's is yes, part of the group. She is. Um, so that's the other reason he has to talk to me. The the beautiful Brooke will tell him that he's in trouble if he doesn't. So if you'd like to send over more enemies, it's at Tom
1: Guys t o m g Sal that's... Pal Antonio Sal Pal.
0: He's definitely on the list. Jordan Ronan.
1: Jordan. Uh, I don't want to call him an enemy, but he doesn't. Also, doesn't get back to
0: me. Jordan Ronan, not your enemy, but not going to put up with your shit. Literally. Yeah. Tim Reynolds
1: is a new one on the list. I thought wait, I like, wait, who's, you know, why, Tim Reynolds from the Associated Press does. Yeah. We had him on when Dwayne Wade retired. He's yeah, a yeah. Shen guy. Miami. Miami he, Central. He's claiming he no longer does podcasts or radio shows because of the heat he took from the Levitard show.
0: Well, that wouldn't make you like an enemy. That just makes you. This means you're beneath him. Yeah, I guess so. That
1: felt yeah. just as bad, though, the, the message. Yeah,
0: that's fine. I mean, listen, you knew we were going to lose a lot of those friends. Well, oh, those ones weren't gonna be around anymore. Sorry, right, the high class media. Yeah, the yeah, the, that right there. That's listen, I barely talked to us and now that we're a podcast. <laughs> I didn't know this is a thing. Like, like still I still don't think anybody you've yet to show me like a like a ratings. Like you always say, we're doing really well, yeah, views yeah. and downloads, yeah. and like, subscribe, and do all the like you say we're doing, very, but then, like, I go, All right, well, show me it. And you go, You just talk and you don't show me any quantification. So I don't like, as far as I know, there's no one watching this or listening to this ever, <laughs> ever. And that is why I like it. It's fun. It's like, It's like, Dear Diary. That's how I treat each of the Levac and Gaz now, Dear Diary. And then I just, and then we have fun. Well, I have fun, I usually at your expense. Let's talk know, about our like friends. East, but it sounds like a ghost wailing. <laughs> you, you
1: mentioned our friends in Mohawk you were visiting today. Uh, I got a nice call from my mother-in-law yesterday who's looking for a new vehicle. So Cam McKenna, I sent him a text yesterday about potentially a new she's vehicle. She's still looking? Still looking. She's, she's confused by this. By the way, Mohawk kind of fantastic. Here's some things she's concerned about. And a lot of people go through this. This is why it works well when we talk about Mohawk that she is nervous, stepping on the lot. She gets concerned. She doesn't know who to trust, how to go through the process. She's heard all these horror stories of people feeling like they're not getting the right price. She has guns ablazing. She's already ready to go. I'm like, if you come to Mohawk, you'll be fine. If you work with great people yes. like Cam McKenna, Brian McKenna, yes. Greg Johnson, Lindsay and the whole, everybody on the lot will take Scott care Moynihan. of you. Shout out to Scott Moynihan, Nick and Nate on social. They want to work with you the reason why they continue to have success here across the capital region and more, that's one great side of Mohawk Honda, one of many great signs. The other thing is the supply chain. Some people might be confused of why or why not a vehicle that you've owned for years, you might be able to sell back and get the same price you bought for years ago. It's hard for people to understand that. It's also hard for some people to understand that a vehicle they thought wouldn't be there is there or isn't there, can be there soon. A lot of that
0: stuff is confused confused to change. so, So... what, what the hell did you just say?
1: What I'm saying is that if you're looking for a vehicle, Mohawk Honda is your spot. Okay. Mohawk Honda, where they like always that. go out of the way to please you. She, what I was talking about is she is confused about the supply chain. I didn't uh, realize so many other people didn't realize yeah. that, like, the car industry in the last two years is far different than what
0: it's been but 10 like, to 15 years ago. Here's, here's what I don't understand. Like, like, you and I have to focus on terms like supply chain, right? Because when we tell people why a vehicle isn't available, you got to tell them why, right? You can't, you can't just sit there and go... Me no understand. There one day, poof gone next. Like that's not gonna. That's not great radio, uh, or whatever the hell this is. But like uh, other people, like what does she want? What does she want? She want? She want to? She want to she yell a the CRV there? She, she wants a Pilot?
1: So a two thousand twenty two Pilot EXL.
0: Okay, then that's all she says is Point. that, and then they go get it for her right? Isn't that the deal?
1: Yes, but now she's in a spot where she might want a 2023, so now she's trying to figure out, the- like,
0: this is cam stuff. This is, okay. stuff. I this is, this is yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. only do so much. Yeah. Uh, you know, I heard, the, I was at the Mohawk Chevrolet today. I went over there, I was talking to our friend Chris Hughes from the Special Olympics, and um, I heard, you, what people are doing right now, like, there's vehicle, there's dealerships out there that are going, like, like, 10 grand over MSRP just because they can. <sighs> whoa. Like, 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 insane amount. Not, not, not friends of Mohawk though. Not our friends at Mohawk. No, it's this is MSRP. That's the price, and then we work from there. They're good. They're good people over there. That's what they are.
1: They always go out of their way to please you.
0: That's true. I heard that somewhere. <laughs> I did. Um, by the way, we have at least three people uh, are who are watching this nonsense. Um, we have, of course, Matt Woods. First show, fellas. Don't know why it's funny to me with Woods says "fellas," and I like. I think it's great. I do too. Yeah, uh, Sean Martin said uh, you have at least one watching better than working all right i, I agree with that sean no way to go there um and then ryan mccarthy nice to know i'm one of the nobodies watching listening leave it to ryan to take it as an insult that i don't think the show's good enough or or have a way to tell but it, because he's watching i'm insulting him you know
1: i've always thought about it's a very old school thing to like name people who watch a show or like a fan base you know like the show bros out in syracuse what was, show what, was what was, was
0: sterns called the The whack pack the whack pack that wasn't all the fans that was just like a group of weirdos i would like the levac guys we can't do the back pack that doesn't work
1: the nobodies is hysterical
0: (laughs) nobody's i don't don't hate nobody's that's cool i like it nope because we're everywhere i know we're all we need a better we will come up with a group we'll come up that's the first one i actually i was the one when we were on the 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 team yeah i came up with the bench warmers oh and like at first people were like i don't know it sounds insulting i go no it's the bench warmers all the perks of being a star athlete without breaking a sweat. That was my whole prep. And then everybody went, well, why don't you tell us that? And it's like, well, I did. You just didn't listen until you already changed it to, like, the loyalty club or some stupid generic <laughs> bull crap. What about the teammates? The teammates. Whoa. Yeah, which is, I mean, again, it plays, I guess. But, like, I like the Benchwarmers was different. It was cool. I thought it was what I wanted to be. And then a movie came out called The Bench Warmer. Stunk. Yeah, it was, yeah there's some laughs. There's some laughs in it. Second fart noise under the mic today. Wow, you just yeah, you're really bringing. You're playing the hits. Playing the hits for all. six. <laughs> I see six people. Like at least six pieces of machinery are on.
1: What also. about the Yankees, Levesque? You and I were supposed to be recapping the Yankee game today. We were supposed to be talking about potentially the Yankees in the ALCS or the end of the Yankee season. And here we sit earlier in the afternoon, still no game five played. I saw a social media unload on Rob Manfred, and
0: everyone blamed him because it rained. It oh, is. it's just oh, okay. Well again this goes back to the first right now okay why mess with things that work oh well we have a chance to score a little bit more money if we we play a game rest play a game travel but no do what's worked forever okay play two rest tra- that's your travel rest day go play two travel rest day play one done now what you did is by doing it this way, you get one pushback. So that's that. You're going to play four games straight in a row. Which, oh okay, guys, guess what? Now you can't because I don't know if anybody's ever heard of this. It's craziness. The Northeast has crazy weather in October. <laughs> Things fall from the freaking sky. You're lucky it hasn't freaking snowed, Manfred, you a piece of crap. So now, not only, not only are you dealing with this, where you got a game out at four oh seven, guys are going to end up what flying into to Houston, landing in Houston like three AM, and then playing the the number one seed in the in the American League. But you're already, you maybe aren't even playing right now. If you had done the first two games without the rain out, it would have been boom, boom, one, two. Yankees would have went out there with Cole and Cortez against maybe a Bieber on a short rest or shorter rest. And then you win those two. You get a, you get a travel day. You get all the weight of the world's on Cleveland's shoulders. You probably sweep the damn thing in three. And then we don't have any of these problems. Rob Manfred sucks.
1: Four games in 17 days for the Yankees. That's what we're looking at with the game today. Four games. That,
0: I mean, that's tough. That's tough. in The you said, playoffs. You're saying four games in 17 days? It's four, four, four games in four days. Well, four, five days with the travel, and then you have another game tomorrow. It's a lot. It is. It's a lot. It's not. It's not good. It's not good. Astros are going to have a bigger advantage. You know, I don't. And I, I don't even know. I don't. I mean, I'm sure they've already figured out how to replace the tra- trash can. I'm sure they got something figured out for the pitching. <laughs> But uh you know this is what we deal with. Man- Manfred's a-, a joke. He's the worst. Manfred Manfred is the worst uh, commissioner in professional sports.
1: I would go back to that Thursday night where there was no West Coast game and they easily could have said okay we're going to wait this out a little bit on television that night that our biggest t- competition is is that awful Commanders Bears game. Let's let's just let's just step in at like 9 and play a game here and see what can happen and see what could. they decided not to do it. Now, here's what could have happened yesterday. Once they saw the rain forecast coming, and I think you and I were texting about this earlier in the day, too, like they could have said, all right, we're going to start this at like 9.30 or 10 and just muscle through it. But if they had done that, the backlash of that would have been far worse than what it is today. Like if the Yankees lost that game 2-1 to and a ball just like flopped in like the wet grass or something bizarre, you know, a, a wild pitch that you just can't make a play on, The weather clearly would have had an effect. So the fact that they're able to push it today, although 430 is strange, I don't know why, I don't know if it's AEW got in the way or something got, all this still comes down to television. And I know Manfred's the easy one to blame here. He doesn't control the weather, but it feels as if baseball had multiple chances to figure this out. Like they could have done something else and they decided
0: not to. Failing to plan is planning to fail. Is that John Wooden? I, I thought it was me. I thought I just thought that up. Failing to prepare is preparing to fail. I believe that's John Wooden. Nice. Uh, well, it's also Jeff Levesque right now. Bash. Michael uh, Scott, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because, <laughs> again, you, you, you front load this thing so that there's room to move back. If anything, they should have done, again, the two travel to one. Hell, tell me that you want to go three travel two if if you need to. I'd be fine with that because I had the home field advantage, so it's awesome. But, like, it just doesn't – this this whole thing, you set yourself up, you invited problems, you invited these issues, and now hopefully the Yankees have to deal with going to Houston and landing at, at like, 3 a.m. for a game, you know, the next day or the same day, the same the same exact day, but possibly Cleveland does as well. Now – I, that's just—it's just again. You're already playing the team that play that has the best record. You're playing the team that's doing this. You're playing the team, that's doing and now I'm gonna. Hey, everybody, welcome to your hotel. And, and by the way, the the front desk staff is Lazy Eye Larry and and Stinky Susan, <laughs> who are the only two who are willing to be awake at this time in Houston. And uh, they're they're uh, they're gonna help you get to your rooms, guys. Have a good one. It's just—it's poop. It's a poop. It's poop, and it's Manfred, and he's Manfred is poop. It is better that Nestor Cortez on the mound though for the
1: Yankees. That's a, yeah. What nice Nestor Cortez yesterday? When we wasn't Jameis Italian being oh, talked James about? Tyone. A little, yeah, tie, well, that's I went the yeah. Cleveland accent like that's Tito right, Francona, right. the Italian, Italian guy. Is it what we thought he was called? Yeah, but, I don't uh, want to call but, him that now.
0: But again, it, like, what if you what if you get the win with Tyone? Now I got Cortez going game one against the Astros. You know what I mean? Uh, I think Cortez is better. Yeah, he's better, but you get a win with title, and you feel pretty good, too. I, the Yankees aren't going to lose this game because of their starting pitching, in my humble opinion. I think their starting pitching could technically – let's say they give up four runs. Bad day for, for, for Yankees pitching. It's the Yankees' bats. The Yankees' bats should should have no problem getting you somewhere around eight, nine runs. That's what it should be. So realistically, you could go out and pitch the first inning as long as you get off the mound eventually with your actually you would just spike into the dirt just like you did in front of Pete Rose. <laughs> so you would you're not <laughs> not me. Check then. that okay. example. Right. But I'm saying like they could go they could go with an opener. And as long as they get through that game, it doesn't matter. But now you're going into, you know, hopefully hopefully you're going into Houston. Hopefully you have to deal with the problem of of everything, of just Dealing with it, it's, there. It's too much wishful thinking here. McCarthy wrote it out for you, so you can have it. Nice. Take- to prepare. Is preparing to fail. John Wooden, Dash back I like. I went the planning. I used planning. You of the did. Plan. So That's I think true. it's mine. Okay. I think it's. <laughs> right. I think it's mine. I take that up again. and just. We'll just yeah. Just that leave instead. that wooden person, whoever the hell that is. Is he hanging out with Buzz Lightyear? Is that who that is? I, uh, I texted you yesterday, back, and this probably is the. Karma I know. Stop that. Of.
1: I told you how excited I was for the Yankee game, which I don't think You're I've ever Yankee done. Team. I was, you're,
0: you become a Yankee fan. I was so excited. I feel like it's and weird it that you become out. a Yankee fan no, and no, that no. happens. Yeah, no. yeah. You're, you're a dark cloud. I wanted That's to what the... everybody told me today. Chad and Mark Bardak, and Chapman Hinaway. And Sal Palatoneo. Pal- Sal- Sal- Matt Pal- We had a meeting. We had a meeting. <laughs> like, if you ever, like, had that feeling that there's, like, a group of people just talking about you behind your back about what a piece of crap you are, and your name is Gaz, it's happening.
1: It is. It's one of my favorite entourage episodes called "The Meeting of the Families," where everyone's there talking about Ari Gold, Jeremy Piven's character. He walks in. That's what happened today earlier. Uh, I was going to mention Aaron Hicks. It's wishful thinking that Aaron Hicks will not be playing today. I don't think that's happening because Yankee fan, New York sports fan, if you want to be pissed off at one guy, I know the blame can go anywhere from whoever you want. Pick Stan Judge, Boone, whoever. Manfred, can we just get Aaron Hicks to hustle? Can we get him to run a little bit? Can we, can we get him to do something out there? And I'm talking about like New York fans that Aaron Hicks is going viral the other day because there's a ball hit to the outfield and he's jogging like it's mid-September. I don't even know what he's jogging. It's like maybe he's out here taking a walk with a kid. I'd like Aaron Hicks to get out of the lineup because they got better options than him, but I don't think that's going to happen today.
0: Batting ninth in left field, Aaron Hicks. Yeah, there he is. There Hicks he is. He's there. It's, but again, like look at this. Wow, this is kind of is this is this the right lineup? Like I don't. It doesn't look like. It doesn't look like I expected it to to look. To be honest with you, I have to pull up the old MLB lineups. Remember when we used to do lineups every day. That's right. They were sponsored. <laughs> Remember those? Me too. Remember what sponsored meant? Well, well, you looked at it. We have many a sponsor.
1: We have a big sponsor right behind us right now.
0: While you look at that lineup awesome. to confirm, yeah, it's- no, it's real. That's- Pepsi's bad night. Uh, is Judge leading off? No. Okay. That's what was. That's what caught me. Yeah. Glaber Torres. Interesting. It's a Glaber day. Leading off, uh, playing second base, is Gleyber Torres batting second. The big fella, Aaron Judge in right field. Anthony, you can sit on my face. Rizzo's at first base, batting third. Cleanup, John Carlos Stanton, DH. Josh Donaldson's at third base, batting fifth. Oh, Cabrera is your shortstop, batting sixth. Uh, Harrison Masterbater, your center fielder, batting seventh. Jose Lee Trevino is catching, and uh, he is batting eighth. And the ninth is Aaron Hicks. In left field. All right. That's what you wanted. Okay. No, I just it's I just wondered if he was going to be the it's impact. What do you doing with your money. hand? No, I'm not going to pay you anything. That's how I get paid for that. That's that's no, big that time right there. Anymore. That's the thing right there.
1: So there you go, Yankee fans. The season could continue to roll on into the ALCS against Houston, a team that almost has time in and time out taken out the Yankees. Or it ends today against the Cleveland. John Sterling calls them the Indians Guardians today.
0: 407 first bit. There's only one way that we can guarantee the Yankees get past the Astros. Hmm. We need to find and shave Dallas Keuchel. Shave him. <laughs> okay. His beard has some kind of mystical power that is, even though he's not with them anymore, it still holds sway over the Yankees and their their games against Houston. Where did he go? Did he end up in San Diego? I I Dallas Keuchel was gonna
1: get this huge contract. Yeah, you Monster were one of the people deal. who wanted, wanted the Yankees to I give him all the money. And San Diego's Got a really good staff. I feel like Dallas Keuchel just got hurt or just crashed at the wrong time. I'm struggling now to remember the life of Dallas Keuchel. Was he one of these pitchers in similar fashion to you, Darvish, who got the COVID contract here and spent a year somewhere else and got hurt? Because Darvish had that quick stint there with the Cubs before he headed off to the West Coast.
0: Mr. Keuchel was on not one, not two, but three Major League Baseball teams this season. Care really? to guess what they were? I would guess the Padres was one. Yeah, you are incorrect.
1: Was the was it the Giants?
0: Still incorrect.
1: Wow.
0: Scary how bad you are. My last one would be the White Sox. That is one of the three teams. Okay. I got to change that so, back to something else. Is it the Pirates? Not the Pirates. No. All right, I'm good. I got my three guesses. I failed the chicago white Sox. so uh let me let me see here it's uh i'm gonna give you the games uh there as as well uh the record i should say okay uh two and five with the white Sox. oh and two with the arizona diamondbacks and then oh and two with an era of 12.6 for the texas rangers whoa
1: i never those would have been the two last teams i would have
0: guessed so then you find him shave his face the curse is
1: lifted. Have you enjoyed Bob Costas during the
0: games? Hate Bob Costas. What
1: are you hate Bob Costas? Hey, that was Bob so quick. You didn't even have to think about
0: it. It's just like, tell me, tell me that you you're you're trying for a bigger job than the one you have. Without telling me you're trying for a bigger job than the one you have, <laughs> it's, it's like it's like it's almost like Bob Costas says, "Sports is great. I want to narrate all the things Morgan Freeman gets now." Like, I want, I want to be the James Earl Jones. I want to, like, everything is like this super poetic. Like, it's not like, you know, like, that's eh, an O2 cap, oh, well, it's on this blustery October day here at Yankee Stadium. Two men do battle, one with a bat, one with nothing but a ball and a glove. As we look to see who will win in this treacherous head to head confrontation between. Aaron Judge, and Shane Bieber. That's pretty good. <laughs> and, then, and then Ron Darling. I, I think Bieber's going to try to uh, try to throw paint the corners here and not, uh, not throw anything down the middle of the plate.
1: <laughs> the chemistry is just oh, palpable, it's... isn't it? The stuff on social media is great with those long – Log expression. If you're on Twitter, just type in Bob Costas, Ron Darling, and read some of that stuff. It's having
0: LeVac and I continue to laugh night in and night out. Bob Costas has turned every Twitter person into a poet. Like the, some of these people are writing things that are so like I don't and and they're making them up, but they're so freaking good. And then like and it's and it's like stuff that you wouldn't even think of. I, I, I'm just like dying. I'm like, because I've seen other tweets from these people, and a lot of them are like fart noise, you know. Whatever. Uh, uh, did you see the last Simpsons? No, it's Bob Costas. The fall breeze that brushes across Jacob's. Like, he's just like, what? who, who are you? I mean, like
1: this one uh, from Kathleen on Twitter who wrote, we're all here in Cleveland where the sight, autumn chill in the air is a bleak reminder of the chilling fact that each day we are spiraling towards the unavoidable conclusion we all call death on <laughs> darling. I think it goes fastball here.
0: <laughs> and they're like, two, good uh, two trees before that she's making her ass clap you know what i mean like, right. like,
1: like it's just fixy mo pena while it seems a joyous night for fans of the banks of lake erie the unfortunate truth remains it is indeed possible that the zodiac killer who is yet to be officially called could be amongst us here amongst the cleveland crowd <laughs> on darling i think he goes check swing here
0: i would love if i would love <laughs> if like bob costas like is just especially full of himself on one of these and then darling just goes hey remember when you had pink eye like that would just be just out, of, just out of the blue, just out of the blue. Just what like was that deal. huh? What was that? Where'd you get that? Somebody like farting your pillow. What are you in? Are you in a little, you're in a little like, like fart in the face play. What are you into? Bobby? Yeah. Give us a, give us a little, a little pull back the curtain
1: there. Costas. What do you got? Bob Costas is one of the great voices in baseball history. He's a hall of famer. He's everything else. I'm now convinced. though. So. what it's told me is that a little partially what you said, social media, can actually be funny, not the cesspool that it usually is. I would pay now to be on Twitter to see some of this content of how don't good it is. I would actually pay to be on Twitter because of that stuff. That?
0: You don't have any money.
1: And also, I'm convinced that Bob Costas, like, there's nobody who can be good as a commentator or broadcaster via social media. Like, there oh. is nobody who can avoid any type of criticism, whether it's Joe oh. Buck or Troy Aikman, who was getting blasted last week, Joe oh. Tassator, Booger McFarlane, everybody's Aikman. getting blasted. I no, would love.
0: I would love for someone to count the amount of words Troy Aikman says during a normal broadcast and how many he said last night, because he went out of his way to watch what he said. There was no dress comments. There was no nothing. It was. I actually like, like when I when I feel bad for Vanilla Jay Z. That is. That's telling you something. Like that's just people are ridiculous. But like, yeah, it, social media is always going to come after you. But when it's a resounding like. Group and they're all like becoming better writers. Twitter could work for Townsquare Media right now because they're all writing about something that has nothing to do with what they thought they were texting about. So it's like, it's, it's, I don't know, like, it, it, Costas is out of control. Costas is so pompous, he makes Collinsworth sound down to earth. <laughs> That's how pompous That's he true. is. Like, like, it's just Mike Tradico, all the other, whatever. Was, what, no, Tr- Sergeus Metz broadcaster. Yeah, like, Mike Trudico, Tr- Yeah. Tr- yeah. Trico, Trico, Tr- whatever. I was just Ron Tradico's. I was just talking to him before the show. Um, they just it, he's so over the top. He's so pompous. I like it for the Olympics because you want the Olymp- you want to believe the Olympics are more important than like six people running on a track. You want to believe that it's like got this this overwhelming sway in the world. Baseball is extremely important to me. But in the in the horrible possibility of the Yankees not advancing to the ALCS, I'm still gonna go to work tomorrow. Like I'm still gonna go about my day. I don't need Bob Costas out here reminding me deaths around the corner <laughs> because cause Judge whiffs on a on a two-two pitch. You know, like I just I, it's just too much. It's too much. I, I can't a, do
1: it. I have a quick true story about Bob Costas. You gave him Picky? A young version, younger version of me, teenager, fresh out of college. No, I might have still been in college. Got I a nice Tano. Nice uh, career advice from Bob
0: Costas. Don't get pink guy.
1: I had that saved in my room. And one of his advice, pieces of advice was make sure you paint the picture to the audience. Talk about the clouds. Talk about the weather. Talk about which way the flag is waving in center field. I thought, wow, that's really cool. Bob Costas told me that. Now that's 15 years later. And here I am. Shut up, Costas, you bum.
0: <laughs> what did he like write? Irony. How did he, he remember? There was like
1: a Q&A for Bob Costas. They did this thing called, back in the day, they had a thing called magazines. And they had like a sports magazine that came out. So Costas was a guest and people could write in questions and they used mine. Shout out to Bud Poliquin, who used my question. So I had that in my room. Him and Jim Ross, two nice pieces of advice. Jim Ross, the broadcaster, of course, by God. Wait, he you got me something
0: as well? Wait, same deal in a magazine?
1: He just gave me some cliche answer. What was the what was the magazine? It was called like
0: Central New York Sports. So you're the only so you're the Corey from Greenwich (laughs) of that magazine. Why didn't that work? That magazine calls. You're like sending it like each one. They're like, oh god, we don't have any more questions. I don't want to use that goslow kid again, but he's all we have. It's another T from Salve, I see here. (laughs) That's cool. What did Jim Ross say? What did you ask him?
1: Same thing, just cliche stuff. Work on tape, listen to yourself.
0: Oh, you yes, asked them both. What yeah, I, what's that's your broadcast? Uh, yeah, that's right. that's How'd that work out for you? Here I am. Yeah. Here I am. Here we are at Tech East Fire and Water Restoration taking over the large conference room. They're trying to get in, but no, we're still pretending we're alive on radio
1: before we go to the nfl let's talk about lillian david fine jewelers levesque they're proud sponsors of our nonsense lillian J- david fine jewelers are celebrating their 10th anniversary lillian david fine Jewelers been open for 10 years shout out to Alyssa, david the entire crew there route 50 the shops of wilton they want to make sure that they find something for her guys whatever it is whether it's your fiance, your wife your girlfriend maybe you're hoping to get a girlfriend or at all some of point. them yes Exactly. It could be all those things up to 60% off pieces of jewelry this month to celebrate 10 years of Lily and David fine jewelers. There's the logo. If you're watching on our visual side, top right corner for more information, check out our ticker below as well. Stop in telling you what the holiday is just around the corner. You save that gift. You have it for Christmas, maybe for the anniversary, and you get up to 60% off. Shout out to everybody over at Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Check out their Facebook page as well for more updates. Well, they'll show you the marked jewelry that you can save on this month. lillian Lily and David Fine Jewelers. When you stop in there, Route 50, the shops of Wilton tell them you heard about it. My story. There's the wedding band. Boom. Lily and David Fine Jewelers. We both know from experience. We love the crew over at Lily and David Fine Jewelers.
0: I told I told Alyssa that should I ever find somebody worth buying. A ring for again. That's I would go right there. That's where I would
1: that go. That sounded like the start to that boys to men song. And if I ever fall in love again.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I and I do. I, I fall in love quite frequently. Have you ever had oh. an ice cream sandwich? Oh my god. With the cookies for the instead of the wafers. <sighs> ice cold 40 of old English. Mm. Yep. Yeah. That's love right there, my friend. Just hits different. It's fleeting. It's fleeting. It's fleeting love. And it gives me gas. But I'm okay with it. I'm all right with it.
1: Do you want to start with our New York teams here? The Giants, sure. the Jets, let's talk the Bills.
0: Football.
1: Let's talk New York football teams. I'll change the banner as we talk. There we go. Giants, Bills, Jets. Let's lead off with the Jets. I feel like the Jets have been almost ignored by us when we talk about our New York recaps and everything else. The New York Jets, 27-10 to 10 winners over the Green Bay Packers. back, Brees Hall, Sauce Gardner, the best rookies in football. Zach Wilson didn't have to do too much. We love our guy, Brian Baldinger, on Twitter. Does his baldy breakdowns and stuff. He's got weird fingers. There's no doubt. Quinnen Williams. Go, go check it out on Twitter. At Tom Goss, easy. Dominated the Green Bay Packers. And now Quinnen Williams is being talked about as one of the best defensive linemen, not named Grady Jarrett or Aaron Donald in the NFL, this quick. The Jets' <laughs> young players
0: have Sorry. come together. Sorry, correction yeah. department. Sure. Uh, that was shy not boys to men wow what a
1: great call that's absolutely right stupid that's absolutely right how dare you what a
0: whiff by me how dare you
1: uh what do you make of ryan mccarthy's new york jets and that victory over the green bay packers
0: it's getting harder and harder to ignore them um and and like i don't like i don't ignore the jets on purpose it's just you really still haven't seen what you what you want to see from zach wilson and stuff like that but to your point You didn't have to. The way that that game played out was perfect. Um, here's, Here's the deal. I think that game says just as much about how much the Green Bay Packers roster hates Aaron Rodgers as it does about how much the Jets roster loves big game Bob Sala. And they will go to war for him. So that being said, you know, a win's a win. You feel good about it. It's a dominating victory over a Green Bay team. Uh, and, and you know, obviously, there's points where it was it looked like it could go either way, but not many. You look forward. Your next game is at Denver. There's no reason for me to believe that Russell Wilson is going to beat you, so it's going to be defense versus defense, pretty much in that game. Then you got then you got the Pats. I mean, I don't, you don't know what Pats you're getting. You could if you're the if you're the Jets, and you're a Jets fan, you could be cautiously optimistic. About six and two, five and three before you play the Bills, because <laughs> if you were winning because of Zach Wilson, I would say that the Patriots are going to destroy you. The pra- Patriots will probably beat them just because how far along they are and like they know their identity is set, but they may not. But like, you, you could, you could go, you go six and two.
1: You're right in that mix. You definitely are with wins and losses, with young players stepping up. It sounds so stupid, but it's true. Like big, I cannot believe I'm saying big game. Bob Sala, big game Bob
0: Sala. actually Sala. has
1: this super young team believing they got that type of swagger. It's almost like Rex Ryan turned down a little bit. When Rex Ryan had those successful jet teams in the start of the 2010 decade, it was veterans who had swagger. Now it's rookies who have swagger and Rob Robert, uh, Robert big game Bob Sala is leaning into that a little bit with Sauce Gardner walking off Lambeau field with the cheese head on and everything awesome. else.
0: That was awesome. And like now you get a little like a little like budding rivalry between Lazard and, and, and Sauce because yeah. Lazard smacks it off his head. I don't think Lazard finishes his career in Green Bay. Who knows where he ends up? If he ends up somewhere where they're seeing each other twice a year, oh, that could be fun. That could It'd be, be really you good. don't forget that kind of stuff. Because he obviously was so mad he was willing to do it. And if you're Sauce Gardner, you laugh about it now, but you know somewhere he goes, I ever get a chance to D that dude up, he's screwed.
1: I don't know if we can answer these questions right now because they're probably a lot lot of thought process here. Okay. Okay. I don't need You mentioned the Patriot
0: one. As of this moment right now,
1: are the Jets the second best team in the AFC East?
0: (sighs) They're creeping, but it's still the Pats. Okay. Of the
1: AFC as a conference. Would you consider the Jets a top five team in the AFC right now? If the playoffs started, they'd be the sixth team in the AFC. No, I, they I play don't. Tennessee.
0: I, I don't. I don't. I'm sorry because you still you're behind. You're behind the Bills. Oh yeah, you know what, man? Right, not, you're behind it's close. the Bills. Bills, Chiefs are Definites. Wow, it gets tough all of a sudden, right? I still put Baltimore ahead of me. The records are, and the Jets beat Baltimore. I put um, right. I mean, they might be. I mean. I don't know what that says about the AFC, though. So if we're talking about the Jets,
1: potentially as a top five team in the AFC. Six. Okay, so let's say they're six. We're not going to do power rankings. I hope to God we're not going to. But if they're somewhere between four and six, you would just think easy math would tell you, are the Jets a top ten team in the NFL? I
0: mean, if we're putting them between three and
1: six, they might be a top ten team in the NFL. Those are tough questions. Because
0: if you're going to say that, that means you're going to tell me that in a Super Bowl, playoff, one-game elimination situation, you're taking the Jets over that other team. And there's there's not – that would mean that I'm putting them over 20 teams, 20-plus 20 teams?
1: Not now. Not now. Like, okay, I, I'm with you on all your answers. I still feel like they need more. Like, those two games coming up you mentioned, if they get to 6-2, and two, we have to stop wondering, like, it's happening at that point. We're still in this wonder phase for the Jets. They had some comebacks and some wins. They wanted the backup quarterback. Flacco had that, right? Uh-oh. What happened? I just looked at the power rankings. For ESPN? Yeah. And I'm guessing with your reaction, I would guess that the Jets are probably in the top 10 then with that reaction you just had.
0: You are correct. Wow. Okay. So they were 16th last week. 10? 9. Ooh. Right above, right above your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All right, I don't want to jump off the Jets, but I
1: feel like this is a perfect segue to jump to the Giants, though, because a lot of those questions we just asked, right? Second best team in the division, I think that's now a yes for New York because they just only trail Philadelphia. <laughs> if we asked if the Giants are a top five team in the NFC, that's a yes because they're five and one. And if I asked if the Giants are a top ten team in the NFL, I think all the questions we kind of just kind of went back and forth and felt like they were nose on for the Jets. Austin Dan's gonna love this. They're all yeses for the Giants. they're a top five team in the NFC. They're the second best team in their division. If they're in a different division, they'd be number one. And if if the Jets are, you said nine. Yeah. Oh my God! What would the Giants be? Uh, okay, I just I cannot believe I'm doing power rankings to set myself
0: up. Which well, just I mean, I'm doing I'm doing you a favor. It's part of the conversation. Yeah, we're not yeah, gonna yeah. Full power I, I would team. just
1: uh, just throwing these teams out there, no particular order. Not doing the game. I would say the Bills. The Eagles, the Chiefs, the Vikings did win. I think that's sort of like the combination. But after those four, because that was a lot of the stuff from last week.
0: <laughs> Go ahead, sorry, finish.
1: I'm trying to think of who would be five. Is New York? Do you, New York would not be
0: five? Um, oh my God, are they five? Are they five? Okay, I just want to point this out. The week we're not doing power rankings. Here is the ESPN power ranking. Number one, the Buffalo Bills. Number two, the Philadelphia Eagles. No Number way. three, the Kansas. <laughs> <think laughs>
1: no way. Do not Number say the four, play. the
0: Number five, the New York Football. Giants. Unbelievable. The week we don't do the power rankings, Goss hits the top <laughs> five out of the park and misses the Jets by one. Unbelievable. <laughs> This is so. It's actually dumber. <laughs> it's dumber. It's dumber than I got him right. It's so. <laughs> oh my god! That so is my funny. favorite thing ever. You, the week we don't do it, you nail it. How can it be dumber? You gotta love it. You gotta love it. That is- I answered my own questions, and they
1: finally, after years oh. of never helping me in any discussion. R- okay. <laughs> you know what, Dan, Boston Dan, this one's for you. I will apologize to the Giants in wow. the preseason trashing. They are a far better team than I realized. That defense is tremendous. They are an awesome defense. You got half an apology. New York is good. New York is built to somehow win games with a good enough. Oh, God, a good enough offense. The offensive line's fantastic. Finally, you can say that. Andrew Thomas was take these stats for the nerds, what they are. Analytics was seen. He was the best football player in September. Andrew Thomas. Not Mahomes, not Josh Allen, Andrew Thomas, which is b- bizarre. But good offensive line play, Barkley, good defense. They're a very good team. Now, for that second part you wanted an apology for about Daniel Jones, no. Honestly, uh, I'm holding off honestly, on that Daniel
0: Jones nonsense. Honestly, I got to be real with you. The guy who deserves an apology is probably David Gettleman. <laughs> Why? Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Andrew Thomas, all the guys he drafted that you thought were whiffs, are are crushing it right now in the roles they've been asked to play. It was the coaches, not the GM that was the problem. Ooh. <laughs> I would say two of
1: those three are crushing it, but man, the coach does scream out, doesn't it? Like McAdoo, Judge, whom I know there's another one I'm missing in between there for the Giants that was not good as well. Good God, man. Wow. Ryan Dable's Shermer? that big of- Shermer, thank you. Uh, Brian Dable is that big of a factor? Brian yeah.
0: Dable's—I mean, again, it's nice to have your GM and your and your head coach in lockstep. That—that's we're seeing that—that that is so important in the modern NFL. However, Gettleman's players are playing very well <laughs> under under Brian Dable. They just didn't play well under the the other three coaches. So, I mean, you know, if you want to go ahead and apologize. You got half. You got half. Giants fans. Are you happy? You should apologize Lindsay to Gettleman. And,
1: and Boston, Dan, anybody I apologize else. Apologize to Gettleman. Not, not, not yet. I think I, not yet. I think you should apologize. Three out of 30s. You're shooting 10% from the field there.
0: Just saying.
1: A lot of other ones stunk. How about the, how about the Buffalo Bills? The Bills oh, get the win over the man. Chiefs. Late interception. Who had the cover there? You and I. Let's go. All right. We might to miss the Saints, but we nailed the Bills together. All right.
0: I got two. I got two. I went two and two with my locks. Uh, yeah, the Saints screwed me. I should have should have jumped off that boat when I saw you get on it. Um, <laughs> it was it was a hard fought game, though. I think the the Bills. That's the kind of victory you needed to see from the Bills. I know there's a lot of fan accounts and everything just taking just wholesale shots at Colin Cowherd calling him a clown and everything because he said Josh Allen's never had, never won that kind of game and this that all these other things. That was the kind of game that. You need to be able to bounce back, short memory, all those things that, you know, it's easy to say, it's way harder to do. When things are rolling, nobody's going to beat the Buffalo Bills. Things were not rolling. They were they they had many many opportunities to give that game to Kansas City or, and you know lay down and the teams that Kansas City beat in the playoffs the last two years would have got their asses whipped in this game. That's a big win for the Bills. They won an ugly game. They, that, they needed that.
1: Yep, that last drive by Josh Allen where he's leaping over guys. A oh quarterback leaping over defensive players. There are still moments. Hopefully, this is the last time I have to do it. But I, I, my first reaction watching Josh Allen leap over guys, I thought. So other teams thought, water, right? <laughs> I was say, so other teams thought Josh <laughs> Rosen could do that, huh? they well, thought Sam Darnold could do that. Different guys, different guys. Baker Mayfield, they thought different, could do different that. Different
0: huh? guys. They weren't expecting the same, the same thing. I know teams him. thought Lamar Jackson could because they watched him
1: do it against Syracuse. So I know that yeah. was possible. But yeah. that play and everything Josh Allen did, incredible. And Jordan Poyer, even though Josh Allen might be the star and gets all the highlights, the fact that story comes out, that his ribs are so hurt that he can't fly with the team so he gets in yeah. a car and goes 15 hours to still play in the yeah. game, yeah. amazing for Buffalo. They need, like you said, they needed that win. It was great for the fan base. It puts Buffalo right there, silences the Colin Cowherds, the Nick Wrights, everybody else out in Kansas City of who's the top team in the AFC Buffalo did that. That was a great win for the Bills.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So it's uh this might be the the best, at least story-wise, the best three New York teams I can remember. Because there's been times where you knew the Jets were good. You knew the Giants were you knew the Bills were good. We went into this year knowing the Bills were good and hoping to see something cool out of the Jets, but expecting the Giants to just, you know, evaluate talent on their way to next year. And all three teams are in the top ten of the power rankings. All three teams, if the season ended today, would be in the playoffs. And all three teams have a chance to keep playing in the postseason. Ooh, let me let me
1: push you on that second statement you had. We'll bring back an old, oldie but goody from Levac and guys. Only one of these though. Real or Mirage? Okay. All three New York teams are playoff teams.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna say Mirage. Okay. Uh, but it's the only reason I'm saying Mirage is. I don't. I think the Giants' schedule is too hard, and I think both Dallas and Philadelphia will be in the postseason. And I don't think the NFC East is good enough to have three teams in. That's
1: a really good answer. That's basically what I was going to say. <laughs>
0: I was going to say that Dallas is better. After uh, I
1: said it? Dak of course Pre- you would say it after I said it. Da- Dallas has already beaten them with Cooper Rush. Dak Prescott's a better quarterback. You would think at one point, even though the Jets beat Green Bay, that somebody can figure it out. Is it going to come out of the NFC West? Is, are, is Seattle going to actually hurt teams' chances in that division to come out? It's much more difficult for me to say real right now. However, that is a perfect a perfect Monday mirage that we used to do because just like the desert, right? Like you're too far away right now. It seems like it's not real, but by the end of this month if New York, the jets are six and two and the giants whose schedule is, I know you mentioned there are some tougher games. There definitely are. There's also a stretch they got coming up here where they got four cupcake teams, and then they still got two games left with Washington. So, Pinpoint those games, and by the way, aren't the Giants? I believe somebody's a dog this week to the Jags already, a three-point underdog to Jacksonville coming yeah, up. Giants, That is the Giants. Yep. So, so see,
0: see, that's the kind of game where they're begging you to take the Giants. Yeah, I'm going to take the Jags on that. Uh-huh. And again, Giants fan, you, please send all hate mail to guys at gazillamedia. <laughs> um, I I just I follow the betting. Like I I like watching Jacksonville play. I think I, they got. I think they got screwed this week. By the way, um, but when the when the line is set like that, where the Giants are playing the way they're playing, they just take down Green Bay, and you're, you're an underdog. That's not good. That's not good. No, it's not. It's not, it's not good. Uh, we've mentioned a few other games. I think we've. Let's, we've see, yeah, let's let's get back. Can we do our job? The not so rapid recap. <laughs> by the way, Corey from Greenwich. <laughs> Hi guys. There you go. He's here. Thanks, Corey. We're up to to six total people watching this crap live. Ron Techie's Fire and Water Restoration's Facebook page, Gazel Media's YouTube, Gazel Twitter. And, of course, you can listen to us later anywhere you get your podcast. That's right. If you get your podcast from a paper bag and a weird person on the corner who wears a trench coat, you can find us there as well. So like, subscribe, and set the notifications so you always know where we are because we're early today because Gaz likes to move us around.
1: Let's start with my buccaneers after punishing everyone under your bucket hat. 20 to 18. Cam, I see your comment. Take the L, guys. Goodness gracious. What a terrible performance. What a meltdown. By my Buccaneers, man. What a
0: meltdown.
1: I, I know Tom Brady is probably the first person people are going to point to, and Brady does deserve some criticism when he's screaming at his teammates even though he didn't go to Wednesday's practice, mm-hmm. decided to go to a wedding on Friday for Robert Kraft, mm-hmm. then didn't go to the team Saturday and traveled to to his own private jet to the game. Mm-hmm he did drive the team down the field to tie the game and didn't get the two-point conversion. So there is a little, he also is Tom Brady. But Tampa's just old, man. Like them and Green Bay, I know we talked about the Packers, we'll do them next, but it feels like the same team right now. No offensive line, the impact players don't step up like they used to, and good move by Pittsburgh going back to Trubisky, who we come to find out the local reports from Pittsburgh said the real reason he was benched is because him and Deontay Johnson got an argument in the locker room at halftime of an earlier game this season and that's why he went to the bench not because of careful, performance careful
0: arguing with your team um you have to move the the question becomes blaine gabbert or kyle trask who would you rather have as your quarterback when brady retires again in two to three weeks Ugh. <laughs> i'll take kyle trask there you go because i don't think i don't think brady's gonna finish the year I don't think, because why would he? What is he? He's pissed. He wants to retire so bad. He didn't, he didn't want to come back. No, he didn't. He came back because he thought it was the only way he was going to get away from Giselle, and now she left. Can you imagine getting away from Giselle? He thought Bruce Arians might unretire. I, like, I hope slow motion Baywatch run. I really do. I think Brady's like, Gronk, come on. Man. Do you think he even calls Gronk? He's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm already out. Yeah, Gronk called him. He's like, go, Brady, let's go. I'm ready to go. No, dude, pull the boat up. <laughs> pull the boat up. I'm getting on the boat. I'm, not
1: gonna, I'm coming with you. We already mentioned the Packers. They played the Jets, of course. Which is, yeah. It's the same thing. I mean, whatever's happening in Tampa Bay, same thing. Bad offensive line play, old quarterback who might be overpaid. Wide receivers, are uh, they're way far younger on Green Bay, but it's very similar teams right now. So we'll move on to the Falcons, taking on the 49ers, one of the surprises of the weekend. 28-14 winners. San Francisco plays in the NFC title game last season. All of a sudden, in Atlanta, 3-3. Three and three. Could be easily four and two if they got a chance against Tampa last week, and the only team for our fans over at DraftKings that is six and zero against the spread this That's season. That's insane.
0: That's insane. And it's you know you know what makes me mad is how many times do I go, dude? Atlanta's on their way. They got something figured out. They're going to be good. They're gonna, whatever. And and like I still I barely bet them. I like I, I liked them enough to avoid betting against them, but not enough to bet them. And they haven't they haven't lost against the spread all season. There are two
1: offensive impact players that would stand out not named Cordero Patterson who's still on the IR would be Kyle Pitts and Drake London the first round pick out of USC and of course They well,
0: sound they sound like made up names.
1: Kyle like Pitts, it sound Drake
0: they Lincoln. sound like the names that you would make up for the team you were trying to beat in a, in a, like a, in like the replacements too. Right. Like uh, what how do you feel about Pitts and London? Oh, they're real dickheads. Like, like whatever like <laughs> they just sound like the bad guys. And they're not playing that
1: great. It's been Atlanta's defense, Grady Jarrett, who really hurt Tom Brady both physically and emotionally on that roughing the passer call. Atlanta's defense, I keep comparing it to the Georgia Bulldogs, but it's so similar. Just nothing but speed. Nobody's got positions on Atlanta. The safety can play linebacker. The linebacker can play defensive end. Art the fart
0: smith, making it, mm-hmm. it work for the Falcons. and they're Just be like his around. dad, he delivers.
1: Nice. I that thought you were going nice. for a fist bump, but then it was...
0: Well, I'll take so, both. No, I'll take both. Late, I'll no. take both. Well, yeah. No, no, no,
1: no, no, no now, why are you doing it like that? Patriots 38, Browns 15. Bailey Zappy, aka Zappe on this show. Don't worry, okay. New England Sports Talks already asking, is Mac Jones' job in jeopardy after the performance by the rookie third rounder from Western Kentucky? I know put a little sarcasm on that statement, but uh should we actually talk about Mac Jones' job security? Because it is Bill Belichick. Why, why would he
0: have any? Like I heard this statement the other day, and I don't know. It might have been Colin Cowherd who said it. He, why would why would Mac Jones have job security? What like what has he done? Is, is you know he's had a couple games, whatever. I think the biggest difference between Mac Jones and and Mister Zeppe, Billy Zeppe, is that Zeppe doesn't think he's a superstar. Here's the game plan. Go execute the game plan. Okay, what do you want me to do here? Don't force it. What did Rex Ryan used to say? He had a, he had a red light, yellow light, green light situation for his quarterbacks. So green light is if you're trailing by X, if you're doing this, yellow is here, whatever, but forcing the ball and stuff like that. Billy Zappi, he's got a strong arm. He's mobile in the pocket. He executes the game plan. Meanwhile, Mac Jones is forcing it, turning the ball over. He's getting hit because he holds onto the ball too long. Like, he probably – the only way Mac Jones gets this job back is if what we're not seeing behind the scenes is Mac Jones going – to you know whoever the offensive coordinator is i i think it's robert craft's new wife i don't know <laughs> joe judge matt patricia yeah steve velichek right, somebody right. right and saying i'm really happy this happened because i can see what i was doing wrong and boom 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 boom. that's the only way because i think he thinks he's entitled to this job because he's a first round pick
1: and there you go right if you said first rounder versus third rounder most franchises are able to take the first rounder. if you said this though We've got an NCAA record-setting quarterback versus a guy who played one season and was a third stringer for most of his career. You'd say, wait, what? Oh, Bailey Zappi is the record-setting quarterback from Western Kentucky, and the other guy sat on the bench at Alabama? Oh, that's, that's kind of strange. Okay, but I brought up the Belichick thing because we have examples of it. You know, Drew Bledsoe was the number one overall pick before Tom Brady came in, and, and Belichick rolled with Brady. Cam Newton was an MVP quarterback. They signed Cam Newton. He turned to Mac Jones. I'm sure, and maybe an older listener or watcher will know the example of Cleveland, where Belichick, I'm sure, set a quarterback in Cleveland for a younger quarterback. He rolls with who wins. And who's going to tell Belichick he can't? You know, he is the GM. You mentioned the offense coordinator. Yeah. Belichick's making that call. He doesn't care. He doesn't care if you're a first-rounder, third-rounder. He doesn't care what Kuiper and McShay think. He's putting the best guy out there. And right now, 74% completion percentage, the best in the NFL. Yeah, he'll roll with Zappy if he needs to.
0: Since we're not 100% sure how the weekend show is going to happen yet, because I'm going to be in Columbus, I'm going to go ahead and take the Monday Night Football lock of whatever the spread is, Patriots over Bears. Oh, Whatever the spread. I don't even, like, is it out? Yeah, I don't even know if it's out. If it's out, like, whatever the spread is, Patriots over Bears. I've got Belichick. Seven and a half points. Fine. Good. I'll do it. I've got Belichick against Justin... Don't call me Mrs. Fields. And who, what's it, Iberfluus. Iberfluus. Iberfluus, which I I think I think roughly translates. I think it's Dutch for dim-witted dead mouse. I think is what it's. No, that's. Accurate. I think that's what it's. I think that's what it means. It's at least I know dim-witted's in there, and okay. I'm almost positive. But like, how do I not take them? Think about this, right? We're talking about the future of all these teams and what they're going to do and and how they're going to be. I've got I've got the arguably the best coach team in football. Guys executing the way they're supposed to execute everything they're doing, going up against the Bears, the Jets, the Colts, and the Jets before they see the Vikings. That's nice for New England. That's real nice. New England's right in this thing again. Just when you just when you think they're out. Now, after that, at Vikings, home for Bills, at Cardinals, at Raiders, who knows what that means. Um, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills to end the season. So they need to win those games. But, you know, you
1: mentioned those four games, those first four. When's Zappi yeah. coming off the field? If he plays good in those Why? four games, Belichick's Why not taking him he? off the field. right?
0: He comes off the field if he gets hurt or starts playing like crap. Yeah. I, I think hes it's his job to lose at this
1: point. Colts 34, Jags 27. A, a strange game here with two running backs down for Indianapolis. Matt Ryan played really well. Indianapolis comes from behind and wins. It felt different when Phillip Rivers was always getting yelled at by Scott Hansen on red zone. Tough loss for the Jags there. This felt like one they really needed to kind of lay claim to the top of the division. Instead, Indy found something, somehow, some way to find a victory in this one.
0: Yeah. Um, I wasn't I wasn't thrilled with 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 how that went down. Matt Ryan all of a sudden looked like Matty Ice. You know, it, it was one of those things where it was clicking, you know. It happened late, but there was also some really crappy calls. Um, it was, it was, a, it was not a pretty, pretty game, but they were the better of the two teams. And um, it was one of the ones I got wrong on the day. I, the Jags are so close, though. You yeah. can see it. Like if you if if you told me I have to pick one of these teams, like who's going to finish stronger? I'm probably taking the Jags. ATN had a good game, which we hadn't seen yet. You know, we'd seen a little some 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 flashes of how that was going to work out. But we've seen Doug Peterson use that kind of running back very, very well. So I I think the Jags are still on their way, but good good win. It was a it was a it wasn't a must-win, but it was definitely a have to win for the Colts, and they got it.
1: Fan base needed that one too. We just talked about fan bases earlier. Indy was ready to continue to throw stuff at Frank Rick. Good win there for Indy. Vikings 24, Dolphins 16. This score doesn't reflect how much Minnesota really dominated the game. Miami again dealing with injuries. Tua was out. Teddy Bridgewater came in because Skylar Thompson got hurt. Yeah. Twitter had started to suggest that Thomas at the pride of SMU, Byron Hunt, I'm sure, was watching it somewhere. We thought a, maybe we thought a punter might have to go in at quarterback for Miami. Minnesota's really good, but they benefited from the, at least in my take, they benefited from the constant injuries for the Dolphins.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, um if if Skylar Thompson never left that game, it would have been really, really ugly. Minnesota looked bored. <laughs> like they just looked like they knew they had this game. They knew they put in just the amount of effort they needed to to win the game, which I don't love. Smash the teams you can smash. But uh, the, the Dolphins, the injuries, and I think the league is kind of, you know, look, new kid, smart guy at the head coach, and he was doing some things. We'll see what happens when two is healthy. He's supposed to be back this week. But uh I, I think you're gonna see the Dolphins look like a very average football team the rest of the year.
1: Dalvin Cook looks healthy. And we're just talking scary. about health, right? And there's so much talk about who the best running backs are with injuries. Cook looked really good, especially yeah. later in that game. Dalvin Cook's
0: like, I don't maybe you forgot who I am. Different but, numbers, yeah. still pretty good. Right. This one hurt, man. They were winning Stung the entire game.
1: Bit. Bengals 30, Saints 26. Jamar Chase takes over, but it's more missed tackles than a chase takeover. This should have been New Orleans' game. We both had the Saints as a lock. This is one of these heartbreaking bets where you're right the entire time until you're wrong at the end.
0: Yep, right until you're wrong. That that's uh that that's pretty much sums up that game. Um, you know, for for me, what uh, what's uh, just to have the have the Bengals win by more than three, which doesn't rarely happens. <laughs> really sucked could have at least got the push out of that but um no the saints uh the saints are a a weird team to figure out like dennis allen you know you you almost have to discount his his terrible record with the raiders until you see him take this saints team that has a plus defense good wide receiver weapons even though they're hurt but you had alvin kamara in that game which makes up for a lot of that you've got the pieces you need the bench you know the the uh, blueprints, if you will, the bench drawings or whatever, were of how to use Taysom Hill were left for you by Sean Payton, and uh, and you lost to a, a Bengals team that you had on the ropes.
1: Yeah, that hurt when Taysom Hill sometimes was on somebody's bench in fantasy, then you start him this week and then he doesn't put up thirty.
0: Can you let me know in advance whether or not you're going to use him? Like if he's <laughs> on your bench, I'm going to bet him as an anytime th- anytime okay. touchdown. <laughs> just starting, and then, to yeah, just go back, back off. Yeah, Rams, to, Rams, twenty four, Panthers, ten.
1: Another one. This was one of my locks. I missed Carolina came out strong early. They had the lead at halftime. They were only down seven going into the fourth quarter. It felt like for a Panther fan, it was all about Matt rule. And then you realize maybe our entire team just stinks. Like maybe the whole thing is just like PJ Walker had less than a hundred yards passing going into the third quarter.
0: Well, PJ Walker is, is what he is. He's a USFL quarterback, right? I mean, or XFL, he was USFL, right? But I've been um, both for all we know, you know. It's that's a lot of turmoil for a team to go through. Uh, Ryan McCarthy, when we we're talking about teams, he said, "Don't forget about the Rams looking older than they are. Their defense is saving their season, and that, and that's like okay if defense is going to save the season. Let let's do it." There's definitely issues with the Rams personnel to the point where they're even benching Cam Akers, saying we think he deserves a fresh start somewhere else. Um, you you know that they need pieces. But I hear most people say that piece is like an OBJ or another wide receiver. It is their running game. It's their offensive line. Um, what's the guy's name? The, the Whitworth. Yeah, that guy, the Whitworth Candies. Um, he he <laughs> is Worth his original. He is the he was the glue that held that line together. And now there's they don't have that, and there, you can see it. There's a lot wrong, but they're still a really really good team, and good enough that uh, Robbie Anderson is now a member of the Cardinals. Like, how does that work with Wilkes, by the way? <laughs> just like, threw him off the team. Well, like what I'm saying, like, he gets in an argument with the wide receiver coach, uh, Robbie Anderson. And by the way, Robbie Anderson's hair is, and I get it. You're a white guy. You don't understand LeBac, blah, blah, That's just, that just, when that helmet comes off and you just see that pop out, you're just like, huh. Like, like I would have guessed that was under there. That's, Do you remember this? I don't think we've ever brought this up before. Was it you and me?
1: I could have sworn it was you and Armin. When Robbie Anderson was first, his first year with the Jets, we got him live on the air, out of the shower. Was it you and I? It was and I, and the same thing. Uh, it was like, oh five fifteen. 5.15, we got Robbie Anderson live yeah. for three-minute interview.
0: Yeah. And Might like, be a top five worst like, interview you have ever done. So, like, we do, if you're watching on Techies Fire and Water Restoration's Facebook or Gazelle's YouTube, um, like, we have little hand th- signals we do for each other. It's so like, like, when Gaz is done, he'll give me, like, a wrap. Like, he'll just do this under the table. He'll just swirl his finger. And then I'll like I'll go, no, I got more, or I'll go, yeah, me too. Um, a lot of times when Gaz will rap, I'll look over, I'm like, dude, I got like six more things I want to say to this guy. So I'll just be like, Good, I got it, let me go. And it's cool. And then if guys thinks of something, he'll put his hand up, he'll like wave like he wants back in. Robbie Anderson, I think it was like three seconds. I think when he sat down, we both started doing the swirling figure. <laughs> get out, get out. And, and I and just and that, like, dude, there's guys who are built for that, and there's guys who aren't. And that you know, there's it, it is like we've seen it all, but Robbie. <laughs> Robbie Anderson is a different kind of dude, but I've I've heard people have talked to him since. I've heard him on other shows as he's as he's matured and become more comfortable. That was his rookie year, and he's you know he at least he gets his point across now. It's still not nobody's nobody's beating down the door to get like a weekly Robbie Anderson segment, but like I mean that was that to to be kicked off the field and to be traded the next day like instantly was uh, was impressive. It's something I haven't seen before, and I will point out. Wilkes wanted him gone so bad. He sent him to the team that fired him after one year. <laughs> he sent him to the cards. That's how bad he wanted him out. Somewhere DJ Moore's like, is that all it takes? Is that Dude, all it takes? You you right? me? DJ Moore's over there going to Wilkes. Like, yeah, man, I, I can't believe the Giants said that about your mother. You know? <laughs> like whatever.
1: like, it's like uh, Ted. Right, the movie Ted would keep insulting his boss right, promoted. Yeah. DJ, you're getting like, the ball more this week. Like
0: cut of your jib.
1: Nineteen uh. to nine. Speaking about Steve Wilkes' his former team, the Cardinals lose to the Seahawks. We nailed this preview, if yeah. that means anything. We both said Kenneth Walker the third had to be the key. Seattle's slowly getting better. Better defense too, and like the offense has been talked about with Geno Smith and the injuries, DK Metcalf, but a really good performance by Seattle in that division matchup.
0: There's a handful of teams this year that like you can have a conversation about the coaching staff and just like you knew you, you knew Belichick and you knew Pete Carroll were good good coaches, right? Like like great coaches, but Pete Carroll you hadn't really seen it with Russell Wilson. It was almost like one of those things where it's like he got comfortable letting Russ cook, and it and it hurt him. He doesn't have that problem. And this is one of the best coach teams I've ever seen. You got the the new corner who's doing the exact same things that Richard Sherman did his rookie the year. The stats they showed on Fox yeah. there,
1: graphic to graphic. Yep. Up.
0: And I mean, just it, it is it is fun to watch. So, like, it's so, like right now, what is it? Patriots, Giants, and and um the Seahawks, like the best coaching jobs I think I've seen in a very, very long
1: time. Yeah. If it wasn't for Brian Dayball and Pete Carroll would be the runaway winner for coach of the year. And if Pete Carroll retires at the end of this year, maybe that helps his hall of fame candidates. You know, we just mentioned Whitworth. You could argue he was a borderline guy, even though he played right. for so long, but <laughs> the fact that he won man of the year, the super bowl and his offensive line stinks when he left, probably put him in the hall of fame. Pete yeah. Carroll can say, I got Geno Smith, a winning record. Put me in right. the hall of fame. Well, too.
0: And, and listen, the only reason I would put Dable ahead of, of any of these guys right now is the second half adjustments. The giants team in the second half is light years ahead of where they are in the first half he sees uh, him and his staff i don't know who i don't know if they have a leprechaun in there like they you know or whatever or a, a genie or whatever They're, they slap the hell out of a unicorn and it craps out the answers i don't know but the second half of every game you watch the giants come out and whatever little thing the other team was doing to keep it from from going the giants way they've negated it so that's that's awesome to watch
1: nfc east teams has got our two primetime games of the week the eagles 26 the cowboys 17 cooper rush not very good. Yeah. The Eagles, she's, very she's
0: good. Yeah. You know, Cooper Rush is a backup. And, like, there's – I was thinking about this because I thought to myself, I was like, man, the Eagles are really good. Jalen Hurts better stay healthy. And I was like, which which starting quarterback isn't that the case? For? You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, and I, was like, I thought about it. I was like, okay, like, almost arguing with myself. Like, like literally one of those situations where I'm sitting there going, all right, Jeff, why why is Jalen Hurts can't get hurt more than whatever? And I thought about it, and I think the reason I, I look at him that way is because of that option, because of the way they use him. He he's got like they, there is Lamar Jackson, there is there is Josh Allen, there's these physical running quarterbacks. He's a physical running quarterback, and I don't know if like like you look at the Cowboys, Cooper Rush is not Dak Prescott, but he was good enough to keep you afloat while he was gone. I don't know anybody who's going to be able to come in. Like, like, I, I love me some Gardner Minshew. I remember Ian Book, you know, from college where he was decent. Neither one of them is able to run this offense. Not even a shadow of this offense. So if Jalen Hurts gets hurt, if um, it, it, the, I was listening to um, Solomon Wilcox this morning on uh, on NFL Radio, and he goes, he was so mad. At Dan Quinn and the Dallas Cowboys coaching staff because you didn't you hurt Micah Parsons in this game. He's like, somebody should have pulled him aside and said, Micah, you know that that quarterback? That's that's a running back in this game. Run to the mesh point. Don't judge. Don't guess. Hit the quarterback every single play and hit him like a running back. Every single play. Reckless abandon. And that's, you know, you got to attack the mesh point. We see that the college coaches know that. Clearly, Dan Quinn has, is so far removed from college. He didn't know. How, he, you've got the one heat-seeking missile on the field that could get to that mesh point while it's happening for the run-pass run option and destroy it. And he didn't do it. They didn't block Micah Parsons. The best player on the Cowboys defense, the best player on the roster, maybe the best player on defense in the league right now. They schemed him. They out schemed him and, and 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 negated him in the game. And the Cowboys never made the adjustment they needed to make. Otherwise, I would have gotten another locker. Right? It, it wouldn't it wasn't too
1: long ago where Eagle fan was pissed that they took Hurts so high in the draft because they thought it hurt Carson Wentz's feelings. And it wasn't laughable now to even compare Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts on the field. And you talk about scheme there about well, even Bionic. worse, I think the
0: locker room. Yeah. I don't think like Jalen Hurts is
1: a leader. That team loves him. Carson Wentz is a douche. Sirianni will do things on third and short and fourth and short. He'll do like this, I want to call it like a schoolhouse formation where it's like the fullbacks next to the quarterback and somebody's, and they just fall forward. Like a yeah. 1920s elite Corso leather yeah. helmet play <laughs> scheme. That's exactly right. Working towards so many coaches have an ego that these are the plays I'm going to run. These work. No, no. Sirianni is like, what works for Jalen Hurts? And it's been working right. for the Eagles.
0: Well, it's uh, systems. I, we have systems. We have um, systems. And we have we have systems. Talk about like the guy like who terrible first impression, but obviously knows what he's doing. He's in that like if if the talent was better on the Giants, the Seahawks, and and the Patriots, is up there for the coach of the year too. For sure. But he's got the most talent of those teams.
1: We talked a lot about offense throughout this and how it can work. Someone can please call Denver and let them know they're allowed to actually score points. Mm. They push it to overtime. We get more Denver Bronco extended football in prime time and standalone games. The Chargers take them out with a field goal at the end, 19 to 16. Of all those games we've just talked about, usually we joke around and say, oh, we saved the best for last. This actually probably was the worst for last. At times, still Denver, and you've said this since August, unwatchable how bad this team is, and they still stick around in games.
0: Well, you know, so here's, here's the question. What's more upsetting, how bad Denver is or how overrated the Chargers are? Because that's what we went into, and that's why I took the, I took the Broncos in this game, plus four and a half. It was It's a lock paid off i went two and two on my locks and this one was easy to me and it was funny because it's one of those ones where you know mike corda from tech east and and the empire and matt woods you know from from the empire and tech east they we're all texting each other and they're all like they're like chargers. chargers chargers i'm like guys no this one is the broncos and it's and like what the hell do you see in the broncos i see a defense that's solid and i see a, a chargers team that's overrated and I think that they can ugly this game up on them. And I think I see two coaching staffs that just shoot themselves in the foot. Like, just, like, I, I, they must have, like, when when they hear shotgun, they must win. Because they must assume they're going to shoot themselves in the foot with a shotgun. The pistol, <laughs> shoot in the foot. These are the, these, like, I'm sure they're intelligent people on some level. Like, I don't know, Buddy Hackett might get on Jeopardy and in, house shit. But, like, he he is not a head coach in the NFL. And on top of that, you know what's his name? There, uh, the guy for the Chargers. He's Brandon class. Staley. Brandon <laughs> yeah. Staley. I keep wanting to call him Deuce Staley. Which is where I think I'm wrong.
1: You probably should have had coaching job too, though.
0: But he, but he's like, I almost feel like he's the guy who should be sitting behind a smart head coach, going, "The paper says we should do this," and then the smart head coach goes, "Yeah, let's do that this time," or "No, because they've done this to us all game. We're not going to do that." He lives and dies by the paper, by the by the analytics, and he's and he spends a lot more time dying at it than living at it. There's nothing I saw in that game that makes me think either one of these teams are playoff worthy.
1: Can we get Seth Wickersham or a really smart sport uh, Wright Thompson? I need a long form piece on Russell Wilson. I want someone to break the whole thing down from Seattle to Sierra to Mr. Unlimited to Let's Run. I need a long <laughs> form on this guy about his life and what's going on cuz I mean I'm still oh, twisted right. about what to think about Russell Wilson. He's broken. He's broke. One other thing that's blowing my mind. I just triple checked. I wanted to make sure I got this right because the stat blows me away. Denver is two and four. Yes. They have played six games. That mm-hmm. math adds up. Two plus four six. <laughs> that defense has only allowed six touchdowns. Yeah. To- what? You are two and four, and your defense allows a touchdown a game. Is it most of the didn't most of those come from the Raiders? And most of them came in the Raiders at 23 because they had two in that game and a bunch of goals. But yeah, the
0: Raiders s- won. Yeah, 30, 32 23. Yeah. Six
1: touchdowns in six games. A defense, you should be winning games by
0: double digits. You should be six and all oh if your defense is playing that well. Um, and Tommy Gross just pointed out, Chargers won the game with a kicker dealing with a hamstring injury. I'm gonna say it milk it much, dude. Like, <laughs> Like, I, I'm sorry, man. Like, he, he, if he didn't have to have that, like, amputated by the end of the game, he was faking it. Soccer style. Talking oh, my God. It was, it was so like, like every time he would get over to the practice net to kick, he would do like, he would, he'd be lining up like he's going to, it was is it Scott? Is that the guy named? For a long time,
1: him? it was Josh Lambeau used to be
0: the kicker for the Chargers. I think it's, I, I don't even know what his name is. Oh, Dustin Hopkins. Oh, yeah, That's he's been around name. the league. Yeah. So he he is he's lining up like he's gonna kick and, and then like he'll look over and see the camera, he'll stop, be like, uh. oh, oh. every kick he falls down afterwards. It was just like I'm like, dude, come on. Like you, he was again. If he has two legs today, he was faking it. If, if he has two legs, he was faking it. That was so bad. So bad um another uh, another comment from uh from bill herbert said never threw downfield wilson is a mystery herbert couldn't throw downfield the offensive line was destroyed and there were Denver Broncos in his face at, at one and a half seconds of every snap.
1: I'd like to point out this is not a shot at our soon-to-be mentioned sponsor here, but I would like to point out that Herbert had thrown a touchdown pass in 26 of 27 games in his career. And last night, our friends over at DraftKings had a boost yep.
0: that if Justin Herbert threw a touchdown, you'd win the bet. Which well, just goes to show you they know what they're doing. Exactly right. You didn't because we, yeah, because I was like, that's an easy one. That's a, you know that should be a that should be a straight 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 cash homie. No, we've got other ways for you to cash though
1: because. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back tonight. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app opt in and place a stepped up same game parlay today with payouts bigger than ever. DraftKings Sportsbook is where we go to bet on the NBA, whether it's the Knicks and the Nets. We're about the Six preview. Months. That's right, whether it's the Lakers, the Warriors, whoever you want, whether it's those big-time matchups, whether it's those player props, whatever you want to see happen, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered this basketball season. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our promo code 518. And 518, make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code 518 minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes
0: for details show enough um i i'm i gotta be honest man i was in i was so like i don't want to say like into but i was so impressed with why the knicks were handling the preseason i felt like it was already regular season <laughs> i didn't realize the the production was good on that man. right yeah <laughs> I thought I'm, I'm sitting there watching the knicks kind of like you know look like an nba team i'm getting excited like whatever and I think I allowed myself to believe that, like, those games, like, mattered. I think that's what happened. Because, like, I was watching, like, I, I watched a little bit here, a little bit there. And it just didn't, you know, and then, and I, you know it doesn't, doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. They scored Phil, over 100 points every game. Philly takes on Boston
1: tonight. The Lakers take on the Warriors. The NBA early vibe is always weird. I am intrigued by the Nets, though. Now with Ben Simmons somewhere, our guy Tom Do Kirk. Work, is, he's just dealing. Zion Williamson and Ben Simmons Ben Simmons both scheduled. No, Simmons. He, he's Simmons. A, <laughs> he's he a likes he's something <laughs> she does like,
0: something's different. Yeah,
1: uh, the NBA season, you should wager on it, okay? DraftKings, promo code 518. All that stuff is good. My fear, besides the storyline of LeBron James potentially becoming the all-time leading scorer in the history of the NBA, which is pretty cool to see that happen for LeBron is I hope it's not a race to the bottom this year. Have you heard about the prospect, the big seven-foot-five Frenchman yet, Victor Wembezania? Wait till you see this kid. Seven-foot-five. He's about six inches taller than the Greek freak. They are calling him the greatest prospect ever, maybe in any sport in our lifetime. This is a video game, movie, seven-foot-five player. And remember, the lottery is no longer weighted, so everybody has the same odds if you get to the... They think this Victor Wembezania... And I'm tossing another Z instead of an S in there. Could be the greatest prospect ever. So people like the Jazz and the Magic and the Thunder, it's potentially a race to the bottom. And Adrian Wojnarowski, getting a lot of long names here in this NBA preview, mentioned that that's potentially what the season could look like. I hope not. I hope we get really good players and some awesome action and the New York teams are competitive. But my fear is that this could be a race to the bottom season this year, going after what could be the greatest prospect ever. And I feel um, like that's not the first time we've said that. Like Zion was supposed to be. Ben Simmons was supposed to be. LeBron actually was.
0: Honestly, there's there's the, the greatest prospect ever is Steve Ho you fat.
1: Did he make a roster? I hope he I did. Is he in the so. G League? I don't think I Whatever think it's in, called I think now. The Z League. I think
0: he's in the G League. All right. I think he's in the G League. He's 34. That sucks. I was hoping he I was hoping he was gonna be. I think he, he's uh He's, he's playing for the Metropolitans 92, Steve <laughs> Ho-You-Fat. His last name is H-O space Y-O-U space F-A-T. Steve Ho-You-Fat. He's French, too, by the way. We got to get the jersey. So, it's, I'm sorry. Steve Ho-You-Fat. <laughs> oh, ho, oh, oh. ho, oh,
1: oh, oh. uh. punk yeah. oh, oh, oh.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man, I just... Uh, are you optimistic about the Knicks or the Nets this I'm always, season? yeah, the Knicks look great, they're undefeated right now. I think Never, lost. Never lost. Never um, lost! I, I don't know, like I said, I think the Knicks, the, the problem with the Knicks are, as they are constructed, they are not a championship roster. As they are constructed, they are probably not a, you know, Eastern Conference final roster. Uh, so, what do you add? I think they're a playoff roster. I think they can make the postseason this year. I think they have enough young talent that they can go out there and get it done Be and, and, you know, play some bonus hoops. I do, too. I think
1: the Knicks are in a better spot this year than they were last year. No, they're year.
0: still at MSG. They're still a Massachusetts guard.
1: They feel more like a top 10 team this year, and it's weird to say top 10 because they used to be eight for so long in the NBA playoffs. I could see New York, with looking at the Eastern Conference, getting back to the postseason this year. It makes a little bit more sense. Uh, the Nets – I, I hated them so much last year, but, man, Durant deciding to stay in Brooklyn, Kyrie when he decides to go on the court. I Nope, nope, nope. I bit my lip. You actually saw it on the visual side. I almost said, wow, with a pissed off Ben Simmons, he might be really Please good. I'm not doing guys, that.
0: I'm not doing that. Guys, mm-hmm. do not bite your lip for the visual side. All the ladies out there are flooding floors over that. <laughs> you got to be careful. Yeah. Ryan McCarthy is in his car headed to Tech East Fire and Water Restoration right now he's ryan mccarthy uh sadly Stephen ho you fat jersey not available on Fanatics. come on michael well, Ruben, you, can it. It out. you can make it you can make it you out. just make it you just have a name. i want to make up a team and then put ho you fat on the back like i want to make up a team like the smelly <laughs> pirate hookers like drew a logo what about the
1: albany empire basketball team just expand the brand, make some um, sports history. app, two franchises,
0: it, two sports. Things get a little touch and go when you talk about the Albany Empire outside of football. Oh, okay. Because there is an Albany Empire team besides the football team locally. It is a uh, it's a gay soccer t- club. I did not know that. It's I, think true I forgot story. I forgot about true that. <laughs> and uh, and 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 dudes can ball. Oh. Eh. And dudes ball. You know what I'm saying? What's up? They have fun. You ever go to their website, man? They, no. they like from parades and stuff back before COVID. Those boys got after it. They had some fun. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at them. You know, Boston's the best Taste team in the, the Rainbow, as they say. Boston's the best team in the East. What about the West? Nah, the 76ers. I okay, Joel Embiid. All right. I don't. Uh, Who do I want to take in the West? I got to be honest with you. Though. You look at that Knicks roster. <clears throat> we actually have three point guards this year <laughs> that could play in the NBA: Jalen Brunson, Emmanuel Quickly, and Derrick Rose. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, you know, Evan, Evan Fournier needs uh, – Grimes needs to get healthy as far as the uh, you know the shooting guard. RJ Barrett, Cam Reddish, and then if we get rid of Julius Randle, Obi Toppin, Cam Reddish, Mitchell Robinson, that's a fun little team.
1: Pretty good.
0: Fun team. Fun team right there. Uh, fun. I,
1: I, I'm not switching the – graph. you know what? I will switch the graphic because I, it, you won't. I, I like the question Bill just asked us for Q and A end end the day because that's kind of set me up here. NBA champions this year, your picks for the NBA Ooh. champions. I will go first because I kind of teased the Boston thing. Just looking at rosters right now, I would pick the Celtics to win the championship this year. That is my pick here on an abbreviated NBA preview. I did that last year. It didn't work out. You did. You got a few wins away, though. You got pretty close. I am so tempted to take Denver in the West. Jamal Murray comes back, and I'm here's my hot, hot take for the NBA this year. Draymond Green does not finish the season as a Warrior. Draymond Green will get traded from Golden State because that situation with him and Poole, Golden State decided, okay, we're going to pay Steph Curry. We're going to pay Clay Thompson. We're going to pay Andrew Wiggins. Jordan Poole is younger. He's not better, but he's younger than Draymond Green. So you're telling me you're going to give four guys $100 million contracts? Now, there's a luxury tax in the NBA, sort of like baseball, where the owners have to pay for it if you go over the cap. So what are they going to pay in the Warriors? $80 million? $100 bucks? Million? That's with those four. Not with Draymond. And Draymond's the guy who punched Poole in the face. Mm. They might think Draymond's done. They might not like the podcast stuff. Coward gets a third mention on the show today. That's my hot take. Give me the Celtics and the Nuggets. Celtics win the championship and Draymond Green. My hot take. It's traded in. LeBron breaks the scoring record. There you go, Bill. There's some hot NBA takes for you. Jesus,
0: um, I'm going to take. I think Golden State. I think if Golden State doesn't have Draymond, they're probably stronger because what they get for him. Uh, how about how about uh, how about Golden State over Brooklyn? Okay, how about that? So, a lot it, of talent out on that court, yeah. But the there's, there's ones that like the ones that make me nervous, like obviously you look at what's going on in Brooklyn. You still have you still have monster players. You have the the reports are that Ben Simmons is being used appropriately. He's a passer. They're not using him to score. Got plenty of scores on that team. Don't need any more help there. Um, you, I I look at those guys. I'm like sleeping giants. Well, same with the Clippers. What about the Clippers? I mean, w- you know, when is when is Kawhi Leonard act like Kawhi Leonard again? When is when does PG three get out there and get busy? Like. There's a lot of teams that have been like kind of holding back. back. Yeah. yeah I, yeah, I, I, I back. can see this year being the year where they go off a little bit, but um yeah, I like I like Warriors over over Nets in the in the NBA finals. Now we got more predictions
1: here. Tommy wants to know who we got in the NLCS as the winner. I will I'm gonna go first again here for Padres Phillies. I will take good pitching over good hitting. If you give me Cleffinger, if you give me Musgrove in his ears, if you give me you Darvish. Even though Philly's offense is really good and the Padres don't have still, well, Tatis Jr., I will take better pitching over better hitting. Give me San Diego.
0: I'll go against you. Um, in, the, in the words of former future Yankee Bryce Harper, we're not losing this fucking game. That's what he's, it's his mantra. He just keeps telling the guys, we're not losing this game. And they bought into it. Every team needs that thing, right? They need that, that thing beyond the game of baseball. That almost distracts you from the fact that you've played 170 games now, and you, you know, you've been, you haven't seen, you know, you haven't seen your family, and you're doing this, and you, you know, how many times can you look across the the room and there's Reese Hoskins balls? Like you need something, and uh, there something is that, that Bryce Harper's their leader, and he keeps telling them we're not losing this game, and they're going for it. So, so I will take uh, I will take the the Phillies to to go to the World Series. I think the Padres are are are. Very talented, obviously, but I just don't think they have. I don't think they have that unifying direction.
1: Corey, wanted to let us know he thinks the Knicks are going to be terrible.
0: Listen, Corey, when I want to know how to milk a cow or uh, or, or or go uh, set up an amazing booth at a farmer's market, Darfler Farms, farmer market, Corey cleans up. He's the he's great. He's got multiple flavored syrups. He's got uh, he's got steaks. He's got yeah. Uh, his Corey's nuts. Mm. People love to have Corey's mm. nuts in their mouth. Oh. All those things, but if I want to talk about basketball, I'm not talking about Corey. Corey, the freaking Corey's got 75 favorite teams in every league, <laughs> and some teams only have 30 teams. Some leagues only have 30 teams. He's got he's got so many. Is guy trying they? to get in the building? No, no, he's waiting for his ride. Uh, okay. One of the one of the techs here, Techie stretching. Dude, a lot of um. I guess there's a big old flood. Uh, one of the houses, uh, a house not too far from here, uh, basically started in the the. It's like a three story with a with an attic. The flooding started at the top and went all the way about. So our guys have been cleaning that house out for like two days, getting it perfect so they can start rebuilding our construction can start rebuilding at tech east.
1: The last one here on QA at the end of the day. Bill, I wasn't yeah. gonna click this, but you got me. You know I take the bait. Yep. Someone needs to pick up Carmelo Anthony.
0: Uh yeah. The bus head of the nursing home.
1: That was hurtful. wow He's yeah. old. I think it, I think yeah. Melo's had a good enough run. He didn't get the championship with the Lakers. I was hoping for it. Nineteen years. It's it's You got back in the league. You played a – we're good. 19 years is a long – we're good, Melo. I'm good, Bill. I I love Carmelo. That's my guy. I think I'm good. I'm good for retirement. Are you saying
0: that Melo should do the one thing he never did in his career? Pass? Damn it. Damn Damn it. it. There it is. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Have you seen the Redeem team yet?
1: Saw my list. I got a lot of things I got to catch up on. That is, I've heard it's got fantastic
0: reviews. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I think it's on Netflix. So I'll put it on the list. I heard it's very good. You just made the list. Uh, my boy Dalton Castle's on tonight, right? Yes, Dalton Castle. Shout out to Dalton Castle. Nobody cuts a promo like Dalton Castle. Oh, How him. is Dalton Castle not on all the big shows? Like, all of them. Like, like so.
1: He who's it, Jericho, Jericho post Yankees Guardians on TBS, so they're about to post some numbies, as the kids say, a big rating pop for Dalton Castle tonight. He
0: he came out, so I, I I get like I get these a lot of these things sent to me now because we all know that he's my guy, my 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 boy. Him and Bobby Fish are two of my favorite people, and they happen to be wrestlers. Um, he Jericho puts out an open challenge to anybody who who was a Ring of Honor champion. And Dalton comes out, and he's just so – like, he he's different than everybody else. He does the – like, I think he does the modern-day version of what, like a gold dust or, um, or a, yeah. a beautiful whatever. Gorgeous like, George. Gorgeous yeah, George. Like, yeah. he, it, it's a modern-day version of it, and it's and it's just – it's so funny. His 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 deliveries are perfect, and he can actually wrestle to the point where even Jim Ross – like, I can wrestle – like you know, like oh, he can't. I didn't know why he was out here challenging a champion. Good old Jr. My God, my my, my God, that's Dalton Castle's music, the <laughs> Um So I hope he was, and he's got a little history with Jericho. He was, he was, inv- he was invited to wrestle on the Jericho Cruise a couple years back. So hopefully he beats him, gets the gets the belt back. Let's go, Dalton Castle. The boys, is he still allowed to have the boys? Yeah. Okay, the boys are out there.
1: I, I, think was even is, I think it was
0: even like the intro. Like, if you watch the intro, I was like, boys, <laughs> let's go. And then like they all come out. And like it's, it's hysterical. If you want to see something very funny, the when right before Fish and Dalton wrestled, they have one of the greatest like in-ring promos. Where like fish, fish comes up, Dalton comes out fish is like, well, I'd offer you a place to sit. And Dalton has the boys turn into furniture. And then when he throws (laughs) a fit, he starts flipping the boys instead of the chairs. It's hysterical. It's like, it's It's just, he's got, he's different than everybody else. And it's perfect. And the fact that triple H, my cousin, Paul Levesque cannot get it right and get him over there. The fact that that uh, t- Tony, I'm on the spectrum con, and not in a bad way. He's just I feel bad for the dude; he's very twitchy. I worry about him. Like, I, I, the, these guys got to get it right. They got to get it right. They got to they got to get the party peacock in there. Let's go, Dalton. Big performance tonight. <laughs> Jericho goes. I'm gonna pluck every one of your feathers, and Dalton's like, "How dare you!" <laughs> I He's so him. good. He's so good. I can't, I'm like. I'm going to watch wrestling tonight. Good. I'm going to watch wrestling. Yankees victory, watching AEW. You know, first pitch. So, at the time that we're doing this, Yankees first pitch is just about to happen. Um, so, whether or not I'm drinking in three hours is up to them. Um, I guess I should retreat to the backyard, fire up a stoke, try to get a little good luck going the way of the Yankees. Do it. Because I did it. So, I did it the, the night they won. I wasn't able to uh, night two. And then night three, I went out and smoked. Judge hits the home run, so I'm like, all right, good to go. Scar's done, go back in the house, they lose the game. I'm like, this is some bull crap.
1: Not good. Some bull crap. Our weekend plans could be out Saturday, it could be out Sunday, it could be out Friday. We don't know what we're going to do yet, so make sure you turn on those notifications and find out when the next LeVac and Goss hits.
0: Yeah, I've got a lot of people playing in my week for me, so and I'm not one of them. Do you have any advice for us? Yeah, I have a lot of advice for okay. you. I do. I have some advice for you right now. Stop looking at me for advice. How the hell do I know what I'm talking about? What's wrong with you guys? Think of your own thing. The sun's very bright. It's hot in here and I'm fat. Just, I'm grouchy at this point, all right? How dare you? And Actually, too, also, if you, you know, if you hate guys and you just want to talk to me, just let me know. I'm around.